Today we come to Hebrews chapter 4. This is a, a continuation of the warning and exhortation of the previous chapter, which you'd know if you've already read the chapter and thought about it for yourself. Well, notice the first word in the chapter is therefore, meaning it is building on what has just been said in chapter 3. This is a fascinating chapter because it exhibits such careful thinking about the Old Testament, especially regarding how the storyline of the Old Testament was gradually pointing forward to an ultimate fulfillment in the New Testament in Jesus Christ. The Bible is composed of 66 books, but they aren't 66 totally unrelated books. They all come together to tell one big overarching story of salvation promised and accomplished. In this chapter, the reality is exhibited by looking at and following the theme of rest or Sabbath throughout the Old Testament and how it was ultimately pointing forward to a heavenly rest, a heavenly Sabbath that only Jesus could bring about. It's a wonderful thing to think about and very instructive to us on how to read our Bibles. So let's follow the basic biblical storyline. The idea of God's rest began uh, in Hebrews and in, in, in it began in Hebrews in chapter 3. Hebrews 3, 7 through 11, the, the author is quoting, like we mentioned, from Psalm 95, uh, which ends with God saying, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. In that psalm, Psalm 95, God was warning that present generation of Israelites by reminding them about the disobedient generation of Israelites who wandered in the desert for 40 years. That generation died in the wilderness, and the later generation of Israelites would face a similar judgment, uh, according to Psalm 95, if they continued in unbelief and disobedience. Well, now, fast forward to a later generation, and the author of Hebrews is now taking that, that same psalm, and he's applying it to his present generation of God's people, those who profess faith in Christ. And he says that same he takes that same warning and applies it to us. Namely, if we turn away from Christ, we won't be able to enter God's rest, just like those older generations. So chapter 4, today's chapter, begins with this conclusion. Hebrews 4.1 Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear, lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. But to the original reader of this letter, they would have read Psalm 95 and would have thought of God's rest as referring to the Old Testament promised land, a literal piece of real estate on earth that God promised to them and in which he would bless them if they would simply obey him and walk in his way. Since they didn't obey that old, that old generation, since they didn't obey, obey, they were eventually forced out of that land and sent away into exile and captivity first by the Assyrians, then the Babylonians, later the Persians. But I'm sure many of the Jews in the first century thought of that hope of dwelling in God's rest, that is the promised land, they thought of that as being long gone. <laughs> uh, we, we, we lost that hundreds of years ago when the Assyrians and then the Babylonians took us out of that land. Well, um, the author of Hebrews here in chapter 4 is about to prove from the Old Testament that the promise of entering God's rest is still alive and, to, and is not found in a, a piece of land, but it's found through Jesus Christ. Let's take a careful look at how he does that. The author reasons from the passage that he's already quoted in Psalm 95, and he actually begins by going all the way back to Genesis when we're told in Genesis 2-2, 
that God rested on the seventh day from all his works. He quotes, he quotes Genesis 2, 2 in Hebrews 4, 4. <laughs> so God is at rest, um, and the goal of humanity ever since sin entered into the world and disrupted the peace with God and man, the, the, the goal of humanity has been since that time to re-enter that rest with him, that, 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 um, that peace, that, that atmosphere of peace between God and man. And this is the story uh, the Old Testament is telling as it leads up to Christ. First, God promised Joshua's generation that they could enter rest in the promised land, unlike Moses and his disobedient generation. They could, they could, Joshua and his generation could enter rest in the promised land if they would but trust him and walk in his ways. And Recalling the history, they did for a time enter that land under Joshua, but it didn't last long, as we already noted. They were removed from that land. Fast forward to Psalm 95. The author of Hebrews is reading that later psalm and, and uh, said, and in that psalm God said, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And, he, and the, the author Hughes is struck by that word today. In Hebrew, he's mentioned that in verse 4-7. He knows that Psalm 95 was written hundreds of years after Joshua lived and led the people into the promised land. So if the psalmist hundreds of years later still thought that today, that the day of Psalm 95, that in that day there was a possibility of entering God's rest... Uh, if his generation would simply walk in obedience to the Lord, then by deduction, then there is still a rest out there to be had. It, it must have. It must not have to do with that physical plot of land. Uh, still, still thinking on Old Testament history, the author of Hebrews knows that first it was the Assyrians, and then it was the Babylonians, and then it was the Persians, and now it was the Romans, <laughs> meaning they never got back to that promised land that Joshua saw. But back in verse 3, he said something interesting. He says in verse 3, we who have believed enter that rest. What? He is saying that the earthly promised land that Joshua actually got to see for a little while was an earthly picture of the heavenly reality. The fact that Joshua and his generation entered the promised land was not the end of the story for God's rest or peace with God. No, it was a picture of a greater reality still to come, a reality that now comes true for those who come to faith in Jesus. That, that rest with God, that peace with God is now restored. And when we believe we enter that rest, Though now we do not see it in full, when our time here on earth is done, or with, when Jesus returns, whichever comes first, then we will experience that sweet rest in full. Those are just a few thoughts from Hebrews chapter 4.